right, partner, we got another episode of our podcast. Man, it's good to be back. It is wonderful uh, to be here. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful day. Um, we're going to be talking to some great people, talking about things that are going on in our county, the partnership that we have with the police department. I'm looking so forward to this. Yes, I am too. And, you know, a lot of what we do, um, the public is not aware of exactly. what other county departments do. And in our effort of the podcast, not only to recruit new talent to the police department, we also want to share how we cooperate with other County agencies and, and give them a spotlight to uh, exactly to promote what they do as well. That diversity that we have going on in our community and on our police department is wonderful. Yes. So today we are going to get into the topic of diversity and inclusion mm-hmm. and from a police department perspective, also from uh, another county department that we want to make the public aware of. Um, so I'm going to start by asking um, our guest today to introduce herself and tell us a little bit what she does as well as which department she works with. Yeah, good morning. Um, good morning. My name's Delilah Madrano, and I work as the Multicultural Community Engagement Coordinator uh, for Chesterfield County. Uh, my position is housed within the Office of Diversity and Inclusion within our Citizen Information Resources Department. Awesome. Wow, awesome. that is a mouthful. <laughs> that is a mouthful. <laughs> that is a mouthful. And I'm sure your job yeah. is busy. I mean, we have three hundred over 350,000 yeah. residents here in the mm-hmm. county. And, right. Um, uh, ethnically diverse county, so I'm sure you are running everywhere all the time. And as we were speaking earlier before we got on the air, I just want to get into the the meat of what you actually do and how it benefits not only the community but our police department with that partnership. But we want to introduce our other guest, Jose. I, I, I love you. You're good. Come love on, you too, Jose. Tell us about yourself. Uh, buenos dias. Me llamo Jose Uribe. Good morning. My name is uh, Jose Uribe. Um, I'm the Hispanic liaison for the police department. Okay. I've been an uh, officer for 10 years. I've been in the, this position for the last three years. Okay. Um, As a Hispanic liaison. Correct. Right, okay. <clears throat> and that is not your full-time job. That is an additional duty assignment. That, that's correct. So I fall under the uh, community engagement unit now. Um, it used to be community policing, but now they changed the name to community engagement, where now we're included with crime prevention. Okay, okay. Now, you said you've been with us 10 years. 10 years. Um, tell 11 us, years, sorry, coming in September. Okay, tell us about your your your, your journey in the police department. Um, let's see. Uh, uh, I guess... Are you from this area? No, no, I'm not. So I'm originally from Mexico. Okay. I was born there. I was raised there for nine years. Uh, back in 95, my, my dad brought us here to the U.S., okay. here in a small town in South Hill. Um, I went to school, um, graduated from high school, went to college, university, uh, VCU, graduated from VCU. Mm-hmm. I applied for Chesterfield um, in other departments, but um, I really like Chesterfield, um, just their their value, what, what their mission was at that time. And uh, also the... Um, the uh, Community of the uh, Hispanics that were living here in Chesterfield, I think I could have made a difference, maybe. Excellent. Um, so I applied. I got accepted. Um, went through the academy. Um, and then uh, the, the, rest rest is, is the rest is history. Yep. Good. You always notice Jose with his, his, his vehicle with the, the, the flags that he has going down. That, that's uh, correct. Yep. 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 So when they try to run me over. So you have a uniquely marked vehicle, not a traditional uh, patrol vehicle. Uh, Yes, so there was an idea uh, that I brought up to um, a supervisor saying, Mm -hmm. hey, uh, I think we should have like a specialty vehicle like we do autism and um, all the other, you know. Domestic violence, police week. Recruiting. Recruiting, yep. Right. And then I was like, maybe a good idea to put the uh, the flags that are, that speak Spanish. Right, right. Um, 
so we included all the uh, the flags, uh, Latin America, you know, mm-hmm. Central America, um, that speak Spanish. Good, good. So, and, right. a, and the response from the Republic has been really positive about that. Uh, yes. So they're, they're like it. Every time I'll, I'll drive by, they're giving me thumbs up. Right. Cool. Uh, especially down Jeff Davis, where we have a higher population of uh, Hispanics living there. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Delala, let's jump back to you and your job. Tell us a little bit about yourself. How did you come to Chesterfield County? Sure, yeah. So um, I was born and raised in Chesterfield County. Um, love, love Chesterfield County. Um, my family's originally from El Salvador and immigrated to the U.S. during um, the Civil War in El Salvador. Um, and uh, I have worked on um, the past 15 or so years um, in state government and also in the nonprofit sector, um, working a lot with refugee resettlement and helping um, connect our immigrant community to you know, resources and sort of championing um, you know, asset-based community development um, and sort of all of that um, experience um, has brought me here to what feels like, you know, my dream job of being able to serve the community that, that raised me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, awesome, awesome. So as a multicultural person, you don't just work with one organization. Can you tell us some of the organizations, if you'd like to mention? Or- sure, yeah. Um, you know, we are a very um, diverse county. Um, I have the privilege to work with our Arab community, our Asian community, our African community, our Latino community. Um, and there are organizations um, in our area that represent and serve these communities. So I work with um, nonprofits like, you know, Latinos and Virginia Empowerment Center. Mm. Um, I work with, you know, the Asian and Latino Solidarity Alliance, um, Asian American Society of Central Virginia, um, Filipino Association of, of Central Virginia. Um, and so, um, you know, I get to just meet so many interesting people with amazing backgrounds that are passionate about, you know, being connectors for our community. Awesome. Now, now, how do we partnership that with the police department, mm-hmm. your community, and of course, you and Jose working together, knowing one another? How do we how do we partnership that? Yeah, I, well, so many different ways. It's almost <laughs> hard to summarize. Um, you know, some things that immediately come to mind is, you know, a part of my role is, um, you know, kind of being a liaison. Um, and so if I have community residents calling to identify um, concerns or um, different needs, I'm able to connect with Jose and he's able to kind of educate and be that bridge. Um, and then other times it's, you know, the fun part of our job, like mm-hmm. the community events of being mm-hmm. able to educate the community, getting them involved, um, and just being able to create um, spaces where our community can come together and share time together. And that's especially meaningful for the residents that we serve that have that multicultural background and want to share, you know, the gifts of, of their community. I know with the realignment of our uh, crime prevention and community policing unit, um, now our community policing captain, Mark Haynes, will be the person mm-hmm. who's um, dealing with the multicultural community and, and making sure we, all. yeah, he's overseeing it and all. Uh, with us having 550 officers, um, he or they will tend to specialize in events and then reach out to 
respective offices in the department to attend and support right, that right. community. I've attended a bunch of the events, and the food is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it always revolves around food. Yeah. I'm like, I have no idea what this is, but I am going to eat it. It looks right. wonderful. Yes, food always brings people together. It always the power brings people of together. Breaking bread together. But do, do we see the relationship with police and community um, getting better, per se, trusting that if there's some type of crimes or something going on in the community, especially in the Hispanic community, are we are we accepted as a law enforcement to come in and do our our responsibilities and our job to help that community? I mean, I think it is. Um, nowadays with technology and, and everything going on with social media, uh, posting stuff in social media, um, there's been a big change. I, I, I've seen it. Um, a lot of people are reaching out to me. Um, mainly, a lot of them reach out over my, my phone because they all have my, my cell phone, my county cell phone. So they'll call me, they'll text me and be like, hey, officer, I have a question. This is what's going on. This is who I am. Um, are you able to help me out? So then, obviously, I'll return the call or the text and be like, yeah, that I can help you out. Or it can be a, a legal matter or it can be a civil matter Okay, awesome. um, where I get involved. Um, if it's a civil matter, a lot of times I'm telling them, hey, this is a civil matter. I, I kind of like... Give them resources on who to call. I just can't really, you know, tell sure, them. Sure. This is what you got to do. Right. Right. So, but yeah, the um, the call volume. I think with the Hispanics, I know we use a lot of a uh, language line because I also fall under like community engagement, where a lot of times I'm not able to respond to certain calls for service just because I'm busy doing something else. Right. Um, so I've here on the radio, and obviously it's unfortunate I can't make it sometimes to mm-hmm. the to the call. But I do hear a lot of uh, Hispanics calling in because back in the, I mean, back in, I can say for experience, um, back where I'm from, the a lot Trust. of the officers are, um, the police is really um, corrupt. corrupt right. And there, there, there's no trust there a lot of times. They won't call because sometimes the police will even like if, if they're in an somebody got assaulted, then they'll also get assaulted by the police right. for calling them sure. and, you know, wasting their time over something they shouldn't have called. Right. So when you have a culture barrier uh, from coming from Mexico or whatever country and coming to the United States, we are here to, of course, as, as officers, and I don't care what the media says about some of the things that are going on in our community, we are here for the community. Correct. We work for the community. So I just want to know that barrier. That are, are we doing a better job in communicating to our to our Hispanic community, to the African-American community or whatever community that, we, that we're engaged in? So you see it working. I see it working. What yes. can we do better? Uh, post more things in social media, mm-hmm. um, Facebook, obviously Instagram, because um, a lot of the communities, obviously now, social media is a big thing. You know, the internet, you know, it's worldwide. Right. So I think we can just probably do better by posting more things um, in certain languages that okay. you know are affected that community. Now, uh, so uh, I'm sorry. So ahead. let's say like for Jeff Davis, we have a lot of. Um, Hispanics to live there, whatever. Mm-hmm. There's like a crime going on there. Post something about it. Right. Um, and there's other, you know, communities that are, are have a lot of concentrations or different type of ethnicity. Okay. And then post their, you know, saying hey, and also in their language, okay. so that way maybe kind of have them included too. Not just the Spanish community, but other, you know, um, community members that speak different languages. Okay, awesome. Now, Jalada, I know in your office you deal with a lot of different cultures. What What are the challenges you're presented with, whether it's language or interpreters? or Can you give us some insight on what education you provide the public? Mm-hmm. And Sure, yeah. Um, you know, a big part of my role is, you know, being the connector. So, you know, connecting with, 
you know, not just formal organizations, but, you know, our faith communities play a big role in being able oh, to share information with our residents. Um, I think one of the challenges is that, um, you know, it's identifying where are those um, unofficial or wisdom leaders in our community. Mm, we yes, have yes. folks that have, you know, official titles, um, but you have those unofficial leaders where people seek them out, you mm -hmm. know, for advice, for direction. Um, and a part of my role is, you know, finding those folks and connecting with them so that they're able to help us better serve our community, too. When we talk about that faith base, that's something, of course, in the summertime that we really focused on to get in and, and, and talk to them about being part of our community, meaning the police community, um, recruiting and, and, and getting more Spanish or other uh, language um, speaking officers on the police department so we can reflect our community. That's important for, for us as recruiters. Right. Um, so if we can partnership some more and that we can get Absolutely. there and do our different programs this summer. Because, again, that's when they have the summer programs for churches. You don't have to worry about school, and you can really put an impact on on communicating with our, our, our citizens in the county. And moving forward, as we continue to diversify right. the county, what challenges do we have? Outside of oh, social media, is it the number of employees who help you? Is it outreach? Is it community centers, welcome centers, specialized events? I think, um, you know, you touched on this a little bit, the idea of having representation across different areas. You know, when our community looks at, you know, Officer Odebe, like they see someone that has their lived experience. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and so that's really valuable, um, you know, not just within our police force, but in other areas. When you think of, you know, social services, mm -hmm. mental health, um, you know, economic development, you know, all those different areas. Um, for there to be, you know, representation that people feel connected. Um, and then I think also, um, you know, we look at it from the multicultural perspective, but there's also, you know, the generational perspective, right? Are we passing things on to the next generation mm -hmm. to feel empowered, right. to feel connected, to understand civic engagement? Um, and I think that those are areas where we are continuing to grow and connect with the community. Now, you participate in an ongoing radio show? Yeah. <laughs> yes, um, and Officer Uriba has joined me um, before. It's um, uh, it's an AM um, radio station, Spanish-speaking radio station, and uh, I'm there each Monday morning sharing mm -hmm. out community resources, um, upcoming county events, um, and it's been a great platform to be able to share out what we have going on in the county. Um, but it's also been a great platform to um, get questions and feedback. So um, usually right after the radio show is when I receive my highest volume of calls for wow. the week of people that heard things mm -hmm. like, oh, I want to know more about this event or, um, you know, I have a question about this. I wasn't really, you know, quite understanding, you know, this resource. Um, and a lot of times um, it's really rewarding when people call me and they say, you know, I really appreciate that the county's doing that. I had no idea that that was something that wow. was, you know, available for our community. Um, and I always pass that on to the department. You know, mm -hmm. I feel like I get to have mm -hmm. the fun part of, yeah. of receiving yeah. the compliment, but really it is, you know, X, you know, department that, that is doing that work. Awesome. Right. Awesome. I know one of the challenges I've had as the LGBTQ plus liaison is mm -hmm. being able to track what I'm doing. Because um, so much of it is not tangible. It's phone calls, it's referrals, it's um, have you had those challenges, Jose? We want to start with you. Uh, tracking, 
Yeah, um, like, mo- what are you doing? How do you know the position is working? Um, now, we're government, so most stuff is data driven. Correct. Right. 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 Now, I haven't had that challenge of supervisors asking, "Hey, what what are we doing here?" Um, but you know, I do a monthly report. I do write stuff down, but it's sometimes difficult to do. Okay. Yeah. Um, they really don't. I wouldn't say they track me to see what I'm doing. They they know what I'm supposed to be doing. Right. I know what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, a lot of the things when we do it, it's through um, on our email outlook. Sure. Yes. Uh, calendar. Right. Just you know, write stuff there, down mm-hmm. there. But for for tracking, um, I really couldn't tell you. How, how is that possible? Do you, you right. think one officer liaison for the police department is working, or do we need more? Uh, do we need more um, officers that are concentrating on the Hispanic or the community uh, diversity or multicultural? Um, I, I think we should also involve other um, languages to other officers that speak different another different language. Okay. Let's say Mandarin. Mm-hmm. Um, let's say um, some... Middle Eastern, you know, mm-hmm. Arabic, mm-hmm. Um, have them also have an officer maybe be a liaison for that too. Right. Um, and then see how that goes. Right. Um, I think one Hispanic officer right now is fine, but also you want to also include other other um, ethnicities. Okay. You, just, you don't want to always just you base yourself everything on, you know, the Hispanic community. You also right. want to, you know, have other community, you know, be involved in that awesome. too. Awesome. So, right. So one of the final questions. We always ask. Um we work in pretty high-stress jobs. How do you deal with stress? What's your outlet? My outlet? Right. Uh, when I go home right. at the when, end of the when day? You, when you put that, take that uniform off, you said, I'm going to spend my time. This is what I like doing. Um, so I, obviously I have a big family. Yes. Um, so I spend time with my family, and then once I have time to myself, um, I'll play video games. So that's, <laughs> okay. that, that, that's my outlet. That's so that. I, video yes, games. Video games. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Delilah, how do you deal with it when you're not working? What's your go-to? Sure, yeah. Um, I definitely make time for family and friends. Like I, I have to schedule that in and know that I'm going to commit to that time with them. And that just, you know, fills me up again. Right. And, and I want to say, too, you know, we spoke a little bit about, you know, representation um, and the things that our different, you know, multicultural communities may encounter. Um, it's also been very rewarding and helpful to me to have mentors um, that mm-hmm. have helped mm-hmm. me through um, the professional growth journey and the things that I encounter. Right. Okay. Wow. So if someone from the community wants to reach out to you, Delilah, how do they go about doing that? Sure, yeah. Um, my office number is 804-796-7085, um, or they can also call me on my cell at 804-420-2445. I'm out and about in the community, so sometimes a cell phone um, you know, will, will be the best way to reach me. And, of course, my email is medranod at chesterfield.gov. Okay. Awesome. awesome. And Jose? Uh, yes, uh, my uh, email, it's uh, Uribe, U-R-I-B-E-J, uh, at chesterfield.gov. My county uh, cell phone is uh, 804-263-4877. That's how you're He knows reach. his county phone number, Elliot. Yeah, he's do, doing it. Do we know ours? I do. Another okay. <laughs> <laughs> great, thank you all. Thank you so much. Um, and again, we, we do this to, again, the partnership with our community. Let them know. Be as um, what we call it as transparent as possible 
letting them know what's going on, not only in the police department, but for the county itself. Uh, partner, great job. Um, great yes. podcast, another great podcast yeah. that we have done with our community, with our diversity community. And um, uh, hey, what can we do? What can I'm, we say? I'm very pleased. I know, I, traditionally, like we've said many times before, people see us as the people who are riding around the cars, right. working accidents, and responding to calls of service. But, exactly. Um, our police department is extremely diverse. Right. Um, with the opportunities that we have, you know, with 557 people exactly. authorized to work here and 28 specialized units, yep. um, it shows a good example of how Hispanic Liaison works with the multicultural exactly. office as well to uh, make it happen for our, uh, not only the people who live here, but the people who happen to visit Exactly. Chesterfield exactly. County. So I'm very pleased. I want to thank you both thank for coming you both. in today. Yes, thank you. Excellent job. I'd like to remind job. our listeners that if they're interested in employment, they can go to www.joinccpd.org. Um, you can also follow us on social media and reach out and just get started in a career today. Again, once you want, if you want to be with Chesapeake County Police Department, please give us a call. Uh, we would love to communicate with you and uh, see if we can bring you aboard. That's right. Thank you, partner. Thank you, sir.